This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Today, we're kicking off a new ecotourism-centred series on Earth Matters, done in collaboration with the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or ECOMI for short. And it's called Tak Kenal, Maka Tak Cinta. So we want to shine a spotlight on lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia, sort of off-the-beaten-track adventures that will take you back to nature. So today, in our first episode, we're going to explore the hidden delights that the area surrounding Kuala Tahan over in Pahang has to offer including nature walks, wildlife tracking, forest bathing, a visit to an Orangasli village and even river tubing. Here to help me unpack all those adventures that lie ahead is Andrew Sebastian, the founder and chief executive officer of Ecomai. He's also a naturalist and a wildlife guide and a longtime buddy of the show. Hello, Andrew. How are you today? Fine. Thank you, Juliet. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate BFM. Excellent. Absolute pleasure. It is uh, really exciting that we're starting off this series. So yes, as I mentioned, tak kenal maka tak cinta. We're going to focus on Kolatahan today, Ulu Tembeleng and all of that. So we're heading to Jeranta today. And, you know, just for our listeners to know this new series, we want Mm -hmm. to explore lesser known ecotourism destinations right here in Malaysia, right? Adventure is right at our doorstep. Yes, excellent, excellent. (laughs) And full disclosure, I've been on this tour before, so (laughs) I I know exactly what to expect and I can correct Andrew if he makes mistakes. But yeah. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Guinea pigs. (laughs) We were the guinea pigs for this. Um, But it was such a beautiful experience. Uh, And again, you know, something that was just, you know, a few hours away from Kuala Lumpur. Mm -hmm. Absolute delight. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, you know, I think that's the problem with a lot of us. We don't know what's in our doorstep, right? What's in our backyard. Excellent. Exactly. Which is why we're doing this series. So let's tell the world. yeah. Let's tell Mm -hmm. the world. So, okay. So let's talk about Kuala Tahan. Um, Maybe if we can just start off with just giving folks a sort of idea of, uh, you know, how far it is from Kuala Lumpur, how folks can get there, that sort of thing. Mm. Okay, beautiful. Well, um, in terms of bigger townships and so on, uh, um, what we can talk about uh, in this first segment uh, would be towards the east, northeast of uh, of, from Kuala Lumpur. You can use the Karak Highway. And we can aim for the beautiful town of Jerantut. Jerantut is famous because it is linked very closely in terms of a locality to Taman Negara, Mm -hmm. the national park. So Jerantut is the biggest uh, town before we hit uh, Taman Negara. Uh, And that is about three and a half hours away from Kuala Lumpur on an easy highway drive and beautiful kampong roads, uh, wide roads, very nicely taking you, showing you the scenic views of what uh, Malaysia is famous for, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, through Kampong Roads and especially during right now, it's the, it's the fruiting season. Yeah, oh, so wow. durians, rambutans, you know, uh, everything that makes uh, Malaysia uh, uh, like a large Malaysia, you know, the Kampong Moy sort of thing, yeah, brings back a lot of good memories. So three and a half hours from Kuala Lumpur, you're driving east towards uh, Kuantan, you get off the Melo and uh, you head for uh, a town called Jerantut. Okay, mm-hmm. and and very easy drive as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some uh, once you get off the highway, it's just your inner roads. Uh, but very mm-hmm. very easy drive. You know, perfect roads all the way. Um, I guess you know a lot of people sort of associate it as you mentioned with Taman Negara. But you know, the kind of things that we did were outside of Taman Negara. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what we want to promote. Yes. Right? There is a lot of yes. there's a lot happening in the surroundings. Right. So mm-hmm. um, so the thing is, we didn't stay in Taman Negara itself. There's there's accommodation readily available around it, isn't it? That's right, just outside. So that's good. 
because the National Park Tamanagara, there's a spillover effect for tourism and ecotourism. So you don't necessarily have to go into Tamanagara and so on. So it's good. It takes the load off Tamanagara mm-hmm. because every ecotourism site has its carrying capacity. You know, we don't want it to be overrun by tourists and so on. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. So the spillover uh, for Tamanagara is the little village of Kuala Tahan which is 45 minutes away from Jirantut, yeah? And that's where you get you get to find a lot of nice, interesting products that we want to talk about uh, today. Uh, of course, don't have to mention, uh, it, it's a given, excellent, excellent local food, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, from the river patin, uh, if you're into fish, and, you know, to all the local dishes that, that makes Malaysia so, so unique. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this, of course, this landscape we're talking about is more rainforest, and, mm-hmm. you know, we've got our rivers and all of that. So that's, that's kind right. of the, the locale and the, the uh, sort of, like, area that we're focusing on today. Mm-hmm. So once we get there, of course, um, you know, there's, there's accommodation, a very, very affordable sort of accommodation, but a lot of the, the activities we did there was all uh, sort of nature-related. Uh, we went to the rainforest, of course. We did hiking. So talk to talk to me about you know um, the sort of activities that are available uh, for eco travelers. Right. So now um, from Jirantut, uh, there's also small hotels to, to stay in Jirantut if, if you want that rural town sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. From Jirantut, you take a 45 minutes drive to and you hit Kuala Tahan. So Kuala Tahan, that's where the action happens for people who are traveling into Taman Negara. Yeah. But Kuala Tahan can stand on its own in terms of uh, activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where. Uh, a lot of budget hotels are uh, smaller hotels and resorts uh, inside Tamanagara there's only one uh, there's only one resort inside Tamanagara per se but just outside across the river in Kuala Tahan ample of uh, different qualities and, and quantities of, of um, homestays budget uh, backpackers and so on now in terms of activities um it is a nice mix when the rainforest mixed with uh, human habitation and villages and so on because when there's a village and so on, there's a lot of fruit trees, yeah, from your nanka, your chumpada to your rambutans and whatever not, and patais, yeah. Uh, wildlife and birds are drawn uh, to these kind of areas. So it makes for interesting walks around the village uh, to get that village feel. And for those who are into wildlife and birds and, 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 and butterflies and so on, um, Whenever there's some form of human habitation, usually uh, wildlife will respond. You know, they, they'll, they'll come to where food and flowers are and fruits and so on. So, apart from wildlife watching and so on, um, the big river, uh, Tumbling River, is the river that's, uh, that 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 snakes around uh, Kuala Tahan. Um, for people who are fishing enthusiasts, you can do fishing there. Um, and for those who want a little bit more adventure, you can take boats up and down the river. Uh, there's quite a few products to see along the river, including Orang Asli villages. The Batik tribe lives along the Tumbling River that snakes around uh, Kuala Tahan. So that could be your nature-based activity right there. And then uh, Ikomai, is, we are training some uh, Batik community youths to be nature guides in all of the villages. So we are, we, are, we are talking about six villages now that we are training them. So there is a lot of things that you can do. Um, also in uh, along uh, uh, Tumbling River, um, we can do a night safari drive at night to spot wildlife. Uh, in the daytime, you are also taken on uh, guided walks around the village. Uh, there's also some form of river safaris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are taken on a small boat going up and down uh, small rapids. Uh, to get people to feel, uh, touch the water, mm-hmm. you know, feel what it is to to live along a beautiful river uh, of Tumbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, um, there's also 
traditional products. Uh, there is a lady now, <laughs> she's doing uh, traditional massages. Yeah, yeah, oh, really? yeah. Oh, so, I missed that. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that's up and coming. Uh, and of course, okay. the, the, the food galore is always there. Mm-hmm. Um, there. There are quite a few uh, nice local uh, warungs or, or little uh, restaurants mm-hmm. that serves uh, special dishes of catfish. Uh, river fish that's famous uh, that makes uh, makes Kuala Tahan famous uh, for visitors okay so I just want to uh, hone in on something that you were talking about because I, I did experience that as well mm-hmm. and that was the, the visit to the Bazik village and uh, again this was something that uh, you know you're collaborating with the community with mm-hmm. this is something that they mm-hmm. wanted isn't it they yes. want uh, visitors they, to come to learn right. about their uh, to learn about their village and to that's learn right. about their um, their way of life right, right. Mm-hmm. and a piece of the and a piece of the tourism pie because yeah. uh, and they are they are outside the most of the villages we work with are outside of the national park uh, boundaries so they they look forward to visitors because uh, they know there's income uh, that's how they sustain themselves uh, the community yeah. sustain themselves not just from hunting gathering but they also sustain themselves from tourism which is a lot more sustainable yeah. in a sense yeah so so you are taken uh, on a nice boat ride uh, short boat rides up to a certain few villages that are ready. Mm-hmm. Some of the villages, thanks to some of our sponsors, we have put in uh, modern toilets. Yeah, so for visitors to go there, there's uh, there are toilets for you to use. Um, and while you visit the village, of course, uh, there is the demonstration of how how a blowpipe is made. For example, how to use. In fact, you're you're, you're given a chance to uh, demonstrate uh, or to try out the uh, the blowpipes without, of course, without the poison. <laughs> <This> <laughs> One is, hopes. Uh, Yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, of course uh, they're going to show you their fire making skills, for example, and how they make traps and so on. But most importantly, it's nice to have a conversation uh, with the community because it's a clash of two worlds. You know, you're going to visit them. Uh, I'm sure there's a million questions that we need to ask them. Yeah, because yeah. how they live, totally alien from how we live. But somehow there is the, the merging line is tourism. Mm. We are going to come there. We are going to contribute uh, to their well-being, mm-hmm. and in in exchange, we we we, we exchange worldviews. You know, their world, our world. You know, and I think that makes the trip a lot more interesting and a lot more fundamental when yeah. you travel to places like this. Because some stuff that you can hear from them, you cannot find in any books or documentary, yeah. and that and you're going to hear it live from them. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, I I was there, and I took my two children, mm-hmm. right, two mm-hmm. very young children who were three and seven yes. at the time, and it was really a very life changing experience for them, right? Mm-hmm. They'd never seen uh, a village, <laughs> basically. <They'd, Right. laughs> when they arrived in Kuala Tahan, already seeing chickens was already quite right. a novelty for these, you know, city brats. <laughs> so yeah, full full disclosure, that's my problem, right? But um, that exposure, right, to knowing that mm-hmm. this is Malaysia as well, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just uh, what we see here in the Klang Valley or wherever it is we're living. So that's right. yeah, I'm very happy, Lantana and Kamara. I had a good time. <laughs> They're not their names, <laughs> listeners, but never mind. Andrew believes those are their names. Anyway, moving on. Um, but yeah, really beautiful. And I think, you know, there was a lot of respect uh, on both sides. Of course, we were a bit hesitant to talk to the villagers. They also were quite shy. But, you know, in you know, we sort of found our middle ground and managed to talk and um, they showed us how to start fires. Right. Um, uh, and, and they were so welcoming and so mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. nice uh, to us. And for that one village, it's the first time that actually, they're actually making a handicraft to send to send to yes, people yes. so they were very shy I, we, we, I, of course I prepared them uh, to say that hey there are family groups coming there are women coming mm-hmm. and they would like very much to buy maybe like your your comb you know yes. uh, the comb that made from, from bamboo with, with uh, your own drawings yeah? yeah so they made it it was ready for, for our group uh, mm-hmm. Juliet and, and, and our gang 
uh, when we got there and, and they, of course they were drawn automatically to it and they want to buy it, you know. And so, okay, go <laughs> ahead and, and ask for the price. And the, the ladies in the village were so shy because this is the first time they actually made a bamboo comb, not for themselves, but to sell. Yeah. And even to ask for money, they were like, ah, ah, oh, we don't know how much to charge, you know, for example. So we settled on a price uh, and they were very happy uh, to actually get money yeah. for something yeah. they actually make for themselves. Oh, yeah. Cool. And yeah. this is the first time they're actually making commerce from this. Uh, and I think one of them asked, uh, ah, ah, and there were some beautiful, beautiful patterns uh, carved out from the bamboo. Mm-hmm. And someone asked, where, where did you, how do you... Why, how do you what think about pattern? The, yeah. the pattern? What does it mean? And the lady just looked at him and says, no, no. Yeah. He says, oh, it just came to my mind. I just drew what I thought would be nice, you yeah. know. Yeah. And every pattern is different. Correct. Yeah. No uh, one, there's yeah, no replica, right? Everyone is unique. If this is a product somewhere else in the world, in, in Europe or North America or somewhere else, the price would easily be 20 times more. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And the, the, and goes along with the story. And this, this is not a some a factory that that's produced this uh, from somewhere. You know, this is one lady and her her family uh, cutting bamboo from the forest next to them, and then thinking of a pattern and then carving it out. So yeah. it's one of a kind. For sure. And mm-hmm. I mean, I bought one and we still use it today. The girls still use it today, you know, it's, and we know that it's a one of a kind one. And we got it from the artisan herself. That's, right. you know, something that's really, is, there's no mm-hmm. middleman, nothing, you know. We mm-hmm. made the direct name. I remember you telling them, you have to negotiate, you know, I'm not going to get that's involved. Right. And it was really quite. <laughs> it's it was, an experience because they have to learn to deal with, 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 with tourists that's going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Henceforth, that, yes. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, they took us on tours of the village and we got to see how they live. Um, yeah, right. we got to meet people. Uh, we met the Tokbatin, of course. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was sort of a little mm-hmm. bit of how they, how they hunt, how they live, uh, what they eat, what That's they right. do. Yeah, so that it's was... An, it's an eye-opening experience. Uh, well, I learn something new every time I go. I've oh, been yeah. there many, many times. The villages that we, we, we went on, yeah, for example. Yeah. I know them really well. But it never ceases to uh, surprise me. Mm-hmm. Stuff that comes up from their mouth, the stories that suddenly it sparked, you know, it's triggered, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to hear them uh, come alive, basically, uh, when the questions started rolling. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice. Thank you. I mean, I mean, you and the kids, I think uh, having the kids there was also nice because they see and then that's a, and they were cute, you know, and, and, and uh, of course the, the community loves children. Mm-hmm. The village that we went, Kampung Kuala Ato, uh, there's about 60 over kids there. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah. the same number of adults. So a lot of children. No, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was lovely. It was really lovely. And um, yeah, I guess, you know, of course, since we were the first group, it was a bit shy. I mean, there was a lot of shyness, but I think it will just get better with time. (laughs) Um, So that was one part of it. So, of course, you know, visiting uh, Orang Asli and, you know, with their permission, I think that is the most important thing, right? Uh, With their consent and with their permission, that Mm -hmm. is something that they want. Okay, let's just take a quick break, Andrew. Uh, And when we come back, let's talk about the wildlife and biodiversity that Kuala Tahan has to offer. You're tuned to our new series on Earth Matters called Tak Kenal, Maka Tak Cinta. My guest and collaborator for this new series is Andrew Sebastian, the founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or Ecomai. Uh, basically, we want to shine a spotlight on lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia for some of the beaten track nature-themed adventures. Our focus today is on Kuala Tahan and the area surrounding it over in Pahang. We'll have more after this quick break. Keep it right here on Earth Matters, on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9.
Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs. It's the first episode of our new Tak Kenal Maka Tak Cinta series. Uh, it's a mini-series here on Earth Matters. And together with me is Andrew Sebastian, the founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or Ecomai. Together, what we want to do is shine a spotlight on lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia to yeah to give you a, to give you a heads-up on some nature-themed off-the-beaten-track adventures that are available right here in our backyard. So, Andrew, earlier we spoke about some of the more sort of cultural-related activities, you know, like uh, how we visited the Orang Asli Batik tribe. But let's shift our focus now to sort of like the eco sort of uh, activities. So, um, bird watching that was also a huge, uh, yes. huge part of the tour, mm-hmm. or a huge thing that you can do in mm-hmm. the area, right? Maybe you can tell our listeners some of the birds that uh, are endemic there, or that you can right. you can see there. Yeah. Well, Taman Negara is famous. Uh, uh, for, for its wildlife, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but we must remember our rainforest is not the African <laughs> savanna. You know, it's not flat plains with grass, and you can see everything that's walking around, all the big elephants and so on. Yeah. Ours is a rainforest, and true to nature and true to form, you know, they are very isolated and they're very well camouflaged. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, the animals that live uh, within this landscape, big trees, tall trees, you know, huge stuff. You know, um, they hide. Uh, some of the most important jewels that ecotourists would like to see, uh, especially for foreigners. Yeah? So birds are pretty straightforward because they're there all the time and they call out and they fly around, you know, and when they move, you can see them. Uh, so some of the endemic uh, birds would be the Malaysian uh, peacock pheasant. Yeah? It's very rare. It's only found on the main range in Peninsular Malaysia, so endemic only to Peninsular Malaysia, not even found in uh, Borneo, Sabah and Sarawak. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamanagar is also famous for its uh, Malaysian rail babbler, another sought-after species of bird. Uh, it's also famous for hornbills, yeah? So mm. during fruiting season and so on, the critically endangered helmeted hornbill is found. We heard it. We didn't quite see it uh, on that trip. Uh, but it, that it's, some of these amazing birds are found there. The great Argus, this bird with a three to four feet long tail feather you know, yeah. when it displays. Yeah? The great Argus up on the hill puts out a loud, loud booming call. Taman Negara has it. That's that's a home for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just the birds. This is the Wildlife. Bird. I think almost all of the special um, landed animal, uh, animals in uh, in our country, in Peninsular Malaysia, of course, is found in Taman Negara. Um, not limited to just the Malayan tiger, uh, the, Malay, the Malayan uh, Asiatic elephant, uh, the sun bears, the, uh, the leopards, uh, the wild ox. You know, uh, the list goes on and on. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's. It's often a, a struggle to see them. Yeah. We'll see footprints, we'll hear them, you know, but they don't really necessarily show themselves except for the elephants, you the know. Elef- <laughs> the, the elephants are known to come out on the main roads, come to the villages, and the villages shoot them off because they're afraid of them and they destroy their crops, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tamanagar is also the best place to see the Malayan tapir. Yeah, very elusive. Uh, it's found sometimes walking into the village. Uh, again, it's a game of chance. Yeah. You need to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and then count your lucky stars if you see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, birds and wildlife, yeah, yeah. of the area. But you know, even mm-hmm. seeing the footprints, because we of course were on the trail of some elephants, the right? Yeah. The poop, following the poop trails, following the footsteps, you know, hunting for salt licks, and you that know, was pretty fresh. The footprints <laughs> the and the poop was really, really fresh. Yeah. We did it. We weren't quite lucky, but you know, it was just as uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's exciting enough to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about biodiversity as well, there. I mean, snakes as well, right? We don't, mm-hmm. Let's let's not forget mm-hmm. our uh, yes, uh, insects are insects pretty big around the world. Reptiles. People, a lot of a lot of people come and look for insects. Our butterflies, our moths, reptiles is also a second. Uh, 
big thing on people they want to see snakes they want to see uh, flying lizards and geckos and so on stuff like that yeah so a lot to offer a lot to offer and hence it's always good uh, if you sort after you sort after local nature guides who who know the place and who know how to to find mm-hmm. or give you the best chances of seeing it mm-hmm. or at least explain to you the narrative about uh, the life cycle and lifestyle of of some of the animals there uh, so the, it has an impressive list um but the most important point is you got to be there Yes, you, <laughs> you, you don't, go. I mean, even you, right? You never know what you're going to see, right? And you never know when you're going to get a new discovery. I mean, yes, it's always yes. a fresh experience, even for somebody who's gone there so many times. It's part of my job, but every chance I get for any night walks or drive, I yes. do it because yes. unlike sitting in Subang Jaya or sitting in Shara, where I'm from, you know, you never know what you're going to see in the next corner, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's always exciting. I'm always game to, although it's part of my job, you know, uh, work ends, but, you know, uh, it never ends, you know. Yeah. There's always something to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew drives uh, and he'll take you on an adventure like late right. at night. You know, you'll be driving, but you'll be able to spot like an owl like sitting far away on a tree. I don't know how you do it, but yeah, these are the all like, okay, there's a track there. Let's stop and see what's there. It's That's amazing. Right. And a chance of snakes crossing the roads, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's always something to see. It's always something to see. And there was a lot of, actually, in that area, there are a lot of um, these these uh, these buff, water buffaloes, were there? Yes, there were also buffaloes from the village. Yeah. So again, city folk like me, very excited. That's like. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the buffaloes were, were come from the villages, release them, but now they have trouble catching them catching or hurting them, right? them back yeah, so they just they just leave it so the these wild bo- the, the the buffaloes are all around the roadside the road and side. the rivers and so on you know really beautiful though really really beautiful <laughs> really cute, yes. um okay so we've got the we've got the wildlife mm-hmm. we've got the reptiles we've got the birds all sorted um mm-hmm. uh, so those are and there are of course tours where um you know it's very easy to get into Tamanagara itself mm-hmm. isn't it so it's just like a short f- what two minute ferry ride across oh, yes, boat yes, ride yes, from from Kolatan crossing over crossing to over National to yes. National Park mm-hmm. and you can just mm-hmm. go into the National Park as well mm-hmm. uh, and you know we went on a, on a night tour we went to visit the Salt Lakes we went to see you know do some spotting right. uh, mm-hmm. looking for, for wildlife so that's that as well mm-hmm. um, but one of the highlights of course of this tour was the, the uh, river tubing experience mm-hmm. right uh, we want to tell our listeners about that right okay so River tubing is a really interesting, very eco-based. I mean, you can't get in any more eco than river tubing, yeah, <laughs> because you're just sitting on a tube yes. and you're looking at stuff that's going to come at you or swimming around you and so on. So for me, it's one of the most amazing things to do, uh, especially in suitable conditions like like Tamanagara or the rivers around it. Yeah, so. They don't, uh, because of safety reasons, because the river's too big, uh, Tamanagara per se, just outside Kuala Tahan, there's no, no longer, there's no more river tubing there. Okay. There's a lot of boats, a lot of boat traffic and so on. But we found uh, some villages upriver from Kuala Tahan. Uh, and connecting Kuala Tahan to this area is a beautiful road that's supposed to actually link up to all the way to Trunganu. It's not quite ready yet, but the road that takes you from Kuala Tahan to places like Kuala Sat, yeah, up uh, north from uh, from Kuala Tahan, it is a beautiful, wonderful. It's like a highway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a highway that connects you from Kuala Tahan to Kampung Kuala Sat up river uh, from Kuala Tahan. Uh, that's about forty minute drive. Yeah, a half an hour, forty minute drive. Uh, beautiful large trees next to you, and of course a lot of fresh elephant poos on the road yes. and so on, <laughs> signaling there's a lot of wildlife around you. Yeah. yeah. Now, in this village of Kampung Kuala Sat, in Ulu Tembeling, this is called Ulu Tembeling, and a smaller 
villages of Kampung Bantal and so and Kampung Pagi. Yeah, these are lovely names. Yeah, right? these are lovely names, and uh, I'm pretty sure 99.99% of Malaysians have not heard, let alone been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so these are then this is the reason why we have Takenam Aka Tachinta. Very happy to share because. A lot of people have not been there, mm-hmm. but once you go, I think you get you get smitten here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, half an hour away from Kolatan, upriver, uh, on, on, a, on a normal car, you can you can drive any car. You know, the roads are pretty okay here. Yeah? Uh, lies the Kampung of uh, Kampung Kuala Sat and Kampung Pagi and Kampung Bantal in the middle, and this is where the rivers are nice. They are sp- they are wide. They are shallow. Yeah, and uh, that's where we have local operators, uh, good guides. Uh, that have been trying to promote the area uh, for nature activities. Uh, uh, river tubing is just one. They do guided walks. Uh, they do excursions into a national park to see uh, caves and so on. But something we chanced upon is uh, the chances to do river tubing. Yeah. So in comes uh, my friend Alias. He's a local certified licensed nature guide living in Kampong Pagi and, and an office in Kuala Sat. Yeah. He tells me that there's this river, it's shallow, it's nice. No one has done tubing there before. You know, This is a year, two years ago, year and a half ago. Yeah. I said, oh, well, let's go and have a look. Uh, because in Kampung Pagi, you can do river tubing, but the river is a bit uh, dark yeah? okay. uh, and deep. Yeah? Um, and that's good for adults. You know? So I said, hey, let's find other rivers, you know, um, something shallower and so on. So he tells me, oh, there's this place, we have never done anything there. So about a year and a half ago, uh, myself uh, and some local guides and my Asli friends, uh, Mooring, if you're listening <laughs> in your village. Okay, so we, we take a boat up, it's really shallow. And what I found in Kampung Bantal, it's on the map, I think, if you Google, um, but nothing much there. Yeah? Uh, it's a really, really tiny village. It has this beautiful river called Sungai Sepia. It all comes out from the national park uh, or, 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 it's within the nas- or just outside the national park. And the water is clean. Yeah. It's clear. And in the deepest end of this river, it's maybe three feet, okay. four feet. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, everything else is six inches, one feet, you know. And it's sandy bottom. And left and right, there's some forests, uh, there's some uh, mix of plantations and fruits and so fruiting trees and so on. Lots of buffaloes <laughs> yes, <laughs> in the water. Sometimes you're lucky you see deer and so on, a wild wild boar and so on. Yeah. And I told him, hey, this this is a great place to bring family groups. How, why haven't you done it? Well, he scratches his head and said, oh, we never never quite thought about it. But well, fine. So I said, oh. Let's 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 tube here. Let's test. So we tested. There's a few hours. We took a video and put it on my Facebook. And some friends said, "Hey, that's really nice, nice place. You know, can you take us there?" I said, "Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me develop this place properly. Yeah. Get the boat guys ready. Get Alias ready. Alias is very, of course, super excited. And I think four months later, I take a group, Juliet and kids included. You know, <laughs> a bunch of 30, 25 hours went. You know, yeah. And we went upriver and we. And the sun was setting. We, we do an evening uh, activity with this. We drive for uh, 45 minutes, one hour to get there. And then we take the boat up, uh, up river, maybe another 20 minutes. Uh, yeah? Less, I think. Less, Less yeah. yeah. And then we sit on these large tubes, <laughs> tire tubes, yeah? Yeah. And do nothing but just sit and let the river take us down river. Mm-hmm. Slow and steady, looking at buffaloes, taking photographs. The water, don't forget, it's only six inches to three feet deep in only in one corner. So you can stand up anytime, you know, can run back into the boat. There are, there are boats that follow us, and of course, for safety reasons, yeah, and comfort. And 
45 minutes, one hour later, one and a half hours later, we find ourselves at the convergence of the river here, of Tumbling and Sungai Sapia, where the village is. And there, lo and behold, Alias and team are already preparing for us a wonderful barbecue dinner. Under the stars. Under the stars in a great wide open area, you know. Mm -hmm. And a little fire, campfire is going on for us. There's a barbecue going on, you know. And there's hot coffee, there's tea, there's (laughs) chicken, there's sausages. The kids are loving it. There's corn, you know. There's uh, mihun. Delicious stuff, you know. Uh, And this is all cooked by the local ladies, you know. So Alias has brought together even the local communities, the boatmen, you know. So everybody gets paid. Everybody gets a, a piece of that pie. And this is the first time they're doing a big group. The first time they're doing a group, basically. And Alias is smiling year to year and he's looking at me and saying, wow, Stando, I never knew we can do this, you know. And I told him, I I hit him on the shoulder. I said, you should do more of this, you know. More people out there need to know about places like this. Mm -hmm. It's a gem. This is what ecotourism is all about. People visiting the place, local communities benefiting and we do not destroy anything. No. No. We are there to Very enjoy and then we go pack up and we leave back to our beautiful little hotel and resort in Kuala Tahan. Yeah. Voila. What a wonderful. And, and on the drive back, we drive slow because again, big chances of seeing tapirs across the road, uh, elephants and mm-hmm. anything else. Tengaling, uh, pangolin also we came across. Yeah? I, I took a video. It's on my Facebook. Um, so um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, would never have known of these places, right? Mm. Uh, uh, how would I even get there? Right? How would I even know there's a kampung pantal <laughs> and that I could go river tubing, go down? And I, I, what I want to say also about our particular group was that um, mm. it was a mix from uh, senior citizens right up to mm-hmm. you know my kids, right? So my kids were the youngest, three. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that was it, right? There was something mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's something that everyone can do. So it's very family-friendly activity, uh, very low impact. I mean, you can do hiking and things like that's that right. if you want, if mm-hmm. that's your if that's your jam. But uh, you can do very low impact, very family-friendly sort of um, activities mm-hmm. as well. Uh, my children loved, <laughs> you know, just kind of floating <laughs> yeah. uh, down river. They were, and we did a hike into the national park. We, we swam did. also inside the national park. Yes, yeah, Lubok Simpun, you know, the famous uh, swimming hole inside the national park. A yes. different river system. A different quality of river, you know, different things. You know? Yeah, because the, the water there is sort of like, uh, mm, it looks rusty. Tanning. That's yeah, I don't know how tanning. to describe it, but That's it's perfectly clean, it's wonderful clean. water. It's from the mountain, yeah, straight mm. from Gunung Tahan. Yes. Icy cold water mm-hmm. and you're just in the middle of the rainforest, you know, you're just like surrounded <laughs> by it, um, engulfed with it. Uh, and yes, a very interesting walk in between with the guides, you know, so you listen out for birds, you listen out for, you look for insects and snakes and things like that. So that's really mm-hmm. something for everyone. So really... I mean, for us, it was an amazing too. And I remember when I came back and told people about it, they're like, really, this is right here in, in you know, just three hours away. <laughs> I think that's the beauty, uh, the beauty of it. And and this is something that, uh, again, you know, I mean, one of the things about ecotourism is, of course, that it needs to be low impact. It needs to be beneficial to the local communities. And I think we've ticked all those boxes, right? Yes, yes. More, 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 more than that, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, what would you say is the biggest thing someone can do to travel uh, in a sustainable way? way uh, to destinations like, uh, you know, like Kuala Tahan, like uh, Ulu Tembeling. Well, yes, um, uh, I think it's always good to carpool. Mm. I mean, we, not all of us can take a, a electric car, <laughs> yes, <sure. laughs> uh, drive it to Kuala Tahan and so on. We still need to try, you still need to use fuel. We still need to use um, uh, facilities, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah? yeah. So it's always good to go, go with friends, yeah, carpool, get as many people uh, uh, 
as you can safely put into a car uh, and, and couple uh, get a small van uh, get a get a bus mm-hmm. because once you get yourself to Kuala Thaan, you can take feeder four wheel four by fours uh, if you don't want to drive your car, you can from the village. You can take four by fours into uh, Kapong Bantal, yeah, yeah, and so on, and, and do all the activities. Yeah, so I think the most uh, eco-friendly way of traveling you have to travel in in groups. Okay. Yeah, okay. and where possible, and this is something that we can add on. And certainly, Alias and friends know this. We also want to do some tree planting uh, to be included in the next packages because then you know that you have also added on or given back uh, to nature. You've planted some trees and these trees will do some justice to, to your carbon footprint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they'll absorb as carbon as they go along and so on. But most importantly, the message of, of how you travel, what you do there, off the beaten track, you involve the local communities. And, and don't forget, Juliet, we, we had Mooring with us. Yeah, He's from the Batik tribe and he's trained to be a guide as well with us. And Mooring also uh, brings something special to the table because he was also taking care of the safety of the, of, of the yeah, kids. Uh, yeah. I know he was running up and down. Chasing <laughs> <laughs> my monkeys, yes. <laughs> the kids in the kitchen shack and, and yeah. making sure everybody's comfortable and safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, as you said, we t- tick off all the boxes. Yeah? yeah. And now it's time for us to tell the world about it. Definitely. FM. <laughs> well, yes, well, in any way possible, <laughs> really. Um, and I guess, you know, for anyone listening and they're keen on doing something mm-hmm. like this, you know, uh, is there a particular time of the year that mm-hmm. they should go? Yes. You know, those sorts of things. The great thing about our country, uh, we only have to look out for uh, December, January, uh, uh, and maybe early February uh, to get the monsoon out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's the only thing that limits us. Otherwise, uh, from uh, late February onwards to November, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. You can go anytime. Weekdays, weekends, you know. I mean, weekdays are much better, of course, yeah? yeah. If you want to time yourself and you worry about jams and so on. Uh, but the na- nature is always there. and <laughs> That's fair. You find it. The, the villages are there. Uh, our local guides are ready uh, at, at this point, you know. And at some point, we're going to put it out on our, on our Facebook and our website to say, hey, if you're interested, uh, contact this contact this number and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ecomai, we are we are an NGO. Uh, we are the only NGO in Southeast Asia actually is doing uh, ecotourism. Okay. So uh, our mandate or our self-proclaimed mandate right now is to promote these places. We are not we are not we are not uh, agents. We are not selling a tour and so on. We are just promoting, mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure that uh, the guys there are responsible. They are well trained, and you have a good time because we need the message of conservation to go through the eyes of ecotourism. More people go and visit enjoy and they see nature is wonderful it's cool it's nice you know you can use your app to look at stars for example you can right. use the app to even so bring your phone along I think it's very phone friendly uh, there's a lot of uh, apps that teach you how to identify stuff and so on and adding on to local knowledge from the local guides I think it makes a pretty wholesome uh, a package in terms of ecotourism and our country we have to promote ecotourism because that's that's the biggest product that we have Yeah, and I also just want to say that you know and this is, I think, you know, something that we need to prepare people for. When they go, they are going to see a lot of deforestation around them. You know, there yes. is a lot going mm-hmm. on there. There's a mm-hmm. lot of, um, these aren't forest reserves, but, you know, there are places um, marked for development. So mm-hmm. we are losing a lot of yes, our forest cover. That's right. We so, are losing a lot of our, yeah. yeah. So ecotourism is, uh, is competitive in that sense. You mm-hmm. know, we need to make sure that more people get involved in ecotourism and so on. So they see, so the government and authorities see the sustaining flow of ecotourism. When you when you dig when you dig that and you log an area, that area goes off forever. Yeah. Uh, the special uh, biodiversity that lives that will not come back. You yeah. know, especially if we turn that into monoculture. Yeah, so we need to show the government, and and that's why we have to have a long term plan uh, to make sure that. Uh, 
uh, we become sustainable yeah so yeah. Uh, really intrusive uh, one off activities really destroys uh, the very value that we have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and again you know like just just think talking about the sort of accommodation that's there you know mm-hmm. all very uh, non intrusive lah you know all yes. very you know small simple I, I just want listeners to know it's not a luxurious sort of, you know, it's, it's really getting back to nature, right. which is wonderful. Well, there is one five star. Uh, there is. Those who want to, you can go into the five star. <laughs> But the rest of us, we are really comfortable in the kampong and the village and the, yeah. the, and, and, and the, and the resorts we stayed in. I mean, the, the places we stayed in are, are small. But they are pretty new. They're really, really clean. Yeah. You know, the sheets are nice. Yeah, it's all some of them are IKEA furnishing. You know, in a small village. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and again, you know, you just wake up surrounded by by greenery. And the you chicken, know, yeah. the chickens, of course, the chickens, of course. Uh, but you know, you just you just walk a little bit. There's a tree full of like birds, nesting mm. birds there. You know, um, you know, do a bit of spotting. You can see a hornbill if you're lucky. That's right. uh, yeah, really amazing. Just just and just a weekend. You know, we just spent like two days, uh, three, uh, three, two nights, two nights, yeah. three days there. It was a wonderful, wonderful holiday. So mm-hmm. I personally feel like you know all Malaysians need to go, and that's the whole point of this Me series, too. right? To yes, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we. Mm-hmm. Must uh, support our local tourism, uh, ecotourism in particular. Um, any any last message, Andrew, that you want to leave us with when it comes to uh, coming to Kuala Tahan in particular? I think um, there's a lot of gate. There's a there's a ready made gateway for us uh, that provides us with all this insight and this wonderful experience. Just waiting for us. We do not have to travel the world to be amazed by Africa's uh, savanna and so on. You know, uh, you travel first three hours and three and a half hours. You know. Get to this little town uh, of of Kuala Tahan. From there, uh, you're spoiled for choice and things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and it's up to you. Uh, you can follow your own pace. Uh, you can yeah. follow the number of days that you want. Uh, just relax uh, and and kick back because you know nature is free. Yeah. And the best things in life are actually free. Yeah. So, Malaysians, come on uh, through through this channel, through this program, uh, through BFM, and all, all the stuff they've been talking to you about. Uh, passing on the message, passing on the information. Get out there, enjoy yourself. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Andrew, for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. That was Andrew Sebastian, the founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or Ecomai. Together, we're collaborating on a new mini-series on Earth Matters called Tak Kenal, Maka Tak Cinta, where we want to shine a spotlight on lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia. If you'd like to find out more, you can just head to ecomai.org or follow Ecomai on their social media pages. They've got Facebook, Instagram, uh, and yeah, we'll have some photos available for you there as well if you'd like to find out more uh, and if you miss any part of today's show you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my earth or you can find it on the BFM app this has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture BFM 89.9 You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind Download the BFM app.